Hello and welcome to the Road Trip Sports Podcast. My name is Harrison Crook and this week I'm actually joined by no one. I'm on my own, I'm solo today, but it's still going to be an exciting show. We've still got Ollie coming up later with special guests back Joe and Noah to talk all things and to preview the AFL season. To continue their preview, they're also doing a midfielders draft, which should be very interesting. Make sure you get on the socials and vote for your favourite team of those. But for today and for the start of our episode, you've just got me. So thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your support. And if you do support the podcast, if you do enjoy what you're listening to, make sure you follow us on all of our socials. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Road Trip Sports Pod. You can find us on YouTube. Road Trip Sports Podcast is what you need to search. Any inquiries you've got, if you'd like to get in touch with the podcast, if you'd like to get on the podcast yourself, make sure to get in touch with us, Road Trip Sports Podcast at gmail.com, where you can email us or you can slide into the DMs of any of our socials. Our social at is at Road Trip Sports Pod. We've got a very exciting episode today. We're going to talk, uh, like I said, about previewing the AFL season. They've got some bold uh, predictions. They've got some uh, breakthrough players that they're going to talk about. And then at the end, I'm going to talk all things mailbag. But first, I've also got to hit our sponsor for today. Today's podcast is sponsored by Major Sports Collectibles Australia, your number one stop for signed sports memorabilia. Uh, They've begun marketing products on Instagram and Facebook. Whether you're after jerseys, helmets, balls, trading cards, they have everything on offer. So follow Major Sports Collectibles on Instagram and Facebook. Now, because we've had a little bit of a muck around lately on the podcast, we haven't actually been able to announce our winner for our promotion. So the promotion has been continued for one more week. We'll announce the winner on next week's podcast. That'll be episode 58 uh, coming out on Tuesday, the 14th of March. So you've got one more week to get any of your entries in for the contest. Now, we've launched a collaboration with Major Sports Collectibles as a joint promotion for both of our brands. So please go check out the post on both of our socials for more details. But if you've not seen it, Major Sports Collectibles are offering a $50, that's right, $50 discount to one lucky fan who enters our giveaway. To be eligible for this contest, you must follow both at Major Sports Collectibles and at Road Trip Sports Podcast. You must like the joint post from at Major Sports Collectibles and Road at Road Trip Sports Podcast. And you must tag three friends in the post. Now, lucky you, because if you tag someone in the post and they also enter the contest, both you and your friend will receive a bonus entry. That means if you tag three people, you can receive up to four four total entries, three bonus entries. So make sure you get all around that competition. It's going to be a great uh, way for us to boost our brand and it's a great way for you to get a great discount on some great sports memorabilia products. Now, before I hand you over to Joe, Noah and Ollie, uh, a favorite segment, a sort of running joke um, in under 17s in what, 2015? Uh, was Harrison's tip of the week. Uh, It's been something we've been requested in our mailbag quite a few times, so I thought I'd bring it to you now. Harrison's tip of the week, coming back this week for one time only, but if you enjoy it, make sure to let us know about it. Harrison's tip of the week this week is a simple one. Harrison's tip of the week is go watch some wrestling because um, now, as you might know, Ollie and I are big wrestling fans and the product has seen some diminishing... um, Diminishing results lately. There's been some um, negative negativity around both AEW and WWE recently. However, 
the storylines going on in both companies, the Daniel Bryan and MJF storyline, including their recent Iron Man match at AEW Revolution, was absolutely outstanding. And the current uh, storyline with the Bloodline in WWE has also been absolutely fantastic. So many twists and turns, including some great action on Monday Night Raw uh, coming out today. So make sure you watch some wrestling. It's been awesome. It is so entertaining, um, some of these storylines. So if you've ever been a fan of wrestling, now's a great time to jump yourself back in. And coming up to WrestleMania, we will be talking all things WrestleMania. We will be previewing the card. We will be going through our thoughts, our predictions. We might even do some wrestling-related content, including a wrestler's all-time draft. So make sure to reach out if that's something that would interest you. But for now, it's time to get over to the boys for them to talk about their bold predictions and their players to watch, their breakout players for AFL season 2023. Alrighty, let's get into our breakout players for 2023. Well, basically, I'll give you one, Joe. I'll give you one, Joey. Then you'll go. Then Noah will go. Then back to me. First one I'm going to give you is Tom Green. We talked about it before. No Taranto. No um, Hopper. Hopper. Realistically, he can't play much, much more than that inside ball midfield role, I think he has to step up. Another year in the system, they're saying he's looking lean, he's looking fit. I just can't see much here where he isn't a breakout player for that club. I think he's got everything in front of him. He just needs 80% CBAs, then just needs a little bit more outside footy. And I think he's similar to the Matt Real sort of thing where you're like, this guy just needs to develop an outside game and he'll be a stud. I think he's a step ahead of Real in terms of career progression. I think Real's still... They're concentrating on getting him uh, better inside. Where I think Tom Green, it's like, all right, mate, let's develop that outside game, no, and we're a, off. He's we're a beast. Running. Tom Green is a beast, and he's what? Thoughts, thoughts on that one, boys? Well, how old is he? Is he twenty? Oh, he's still so no. young, and he is massive. Well, you remember when we massive. went? You remember when we went to the game last year against Sydney? Um, Sydney versus GWS. Yeah. We're expecting. I reckon he might be a bit of a. JPK operator. He, he doesn't future. mind me being yeah. that. Bit of an inside bull, but yeah, I don't mind. That's my first pick. Uh, I'll go my first from the Saints. Maybe one of the few shining lights for the Saints this year. Thought he played well last year. Uh, Wanganeen Milera. Fast, good user of the footy, and maybe from earlier, he might be that bloke who can do the Sinclair role. They use him off half back. He's fast. Well, I guess they've already got Brad Hill doing the same thing, but that could be a bit of a two pronged. Halfback duo off there. I know he plays on the wing a bit as well. Even does he drift a half forward? Even not quite that high. He he's a he's a bit of a wingman. Um, can play halfback. Doesn't tend to go forward too much. Great user of the footy. That's basically one of his main um, calling cards. So I like it. I think it probably does fit that Dacos Sheasel mold that we were sort of alluding to previously. Um, I don't mind it, Joey. Yeah, I think just more size, another preseason. Should get more of the footy and be damaging there. All right, Noah? Uh, hard to go past my boy, uh, Will Phillips. I think he is just watching the intra-club on, what was that, it was that last Saturday, and I'm going to watch him again against the Tigs coming Friday. But, no, nah, he's... um, And everything from inside the club as well. Is he's just ready to... 
absolutely tear it apart because he missed all last year with glandular fever um and probably struggled a bit playing forward um but not in 2021 under noble but i guess we'll see what he's like this year but i think he's just ready to explode with more midfield time yeah 100 percent. i've got another north player here in as my my second and last one i just want to touch on tom power quickly and then give you my last one but tom power put on nine kilos looks huge big in the shoulders muscly as anything already loved him now he's got the looks to go with it almost an ldu type operator he's a good looking bloke as well um so he's just a quick mention similar to phillips Noah anderson this will jump into my uh, bold call but i just want to name him as a breakout player because i think that'll incorporate my bold call a bit later on joey what's your second and last one uh last one for me uh, probably a little bit biased justin mcinerney from the swans thought last year I think last year a lot of the Swans young guns were getting mentions but it was more Errol Chad Warner getting mentioned I think J-Mac flew under the radar a bit sort of similar to Wanganeen just classy with the footy and I actually thought he was pretty damaging sort of entering up inside sorry like using the ball inside 50 so he was a real good user hitting up Sam Reid and that so I think just again more time under his belt he'll get more of the footy and just be a have a good influence for the Swans in the forward half. How old do you think he is? Oh, jeez, 21? J-Mac? Yeah, 22. 22. So he's still 22 years of age. Yeah. And he's, he's still... played 50 games of football. Yeah, like, wow. that's still a bit of development. And he'd still be five, four or five years away from his best as well. So mm. Oh, 100%. Don't think there's too much pressure on him to do a lot this year. Four years in the system. got so many good players around him as well, so... But, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he has another good year. Well, we always talk about the breakouts for, you know, third-year breakout, third-year breakout, third-year breakout. That's all people mention. If you're not one of those higher draft picks and don't have the same development, it's the fifth-year breakout. Um, so, you know, your people that are picked in the 30 to 60 range, it's always the fifth-year breakout. So he, this is his fifth year, so it's probably in line with that, Joey. Mm. Noah, last one from you, mate. Um, I've got two. Couldn't split them. Hayden Young from Freo. Oh, I love that. I love his brother from North as well. No one talks about his brother, but his brother is going to be lucky. Are they brothers? I didn't know that. Yeah, they they look the exact same too. I mean, one's got blonde hair, one's got brown hair, but they're brothers. And <laughs> so they don't look the exact same. <laughs> they do. They both do. Their faces look the exact same. If once once you see it, you can't unsee it. Anyway, him, I think he's going to be an absolute jet. And I'm thinking about him for fantasy too. And also Sam Flanders. I can't stop reading stuff about him all over my Twitter for some reason is all Sam Flanders from the Gold Coast so and he's been in the system for I think this might be his fourth year and he hasn't played that many games yet but literally everything I've seen in Gold Coast related this preseason is Sam Flanders so I'm going to go with Sam Flanders yes alright well this is where we make a fool out of ourselves boys the bold calls um, I'll start us off and it was basically what I said before Noah Anderson's going to have a big year for Gold Coast. He finishes top five in the Brownlow. <laughs> That's bold. That is that a is. big call. And I think... I, I wrote this yesterday. Wouldn't, and I think I've just took, been... Took. Yeah, I've just been... I've, I don't sound as stupid because Took Millish just went down with an injury. Mm. Um, so, in doubts for round one, say he aggravates it. He's going to be the star midfielder inside, but that means he probably gets a bit of a tag mm. instead of two. So I think that's where it helps him that if some of the attention can be taken away from Noah and he's got that inside-outside game, 
look, mate, he's, no, one's, no one's smiling in front of me like, yeah, look, I'm having a big year for the Blues this year. <laughs> but um, Noah, in, that's my first bold call. Noah Anderson to finish top five in the Brown, though. I'm going to stay in the same vein of Gold Coast Suns. For me, Gold Coast play finals, and we'll add a little cherry on top. Gold Coast win a final this year. Win a final? That's win a final. Finish bold. eight. That is bold. They'll probably Carlton will finally come top eight and then just lose to Gold Coast <laughs> in the elimination. <laughs> oh, mate, you just a home elimination. find a way to make me depressed. A home elimination at the G. Yeah, <laughs> get done by 10 goals by the Suns. <laughs> there'd be 80,000 Blues fans there'd be five Gold Coast fans there just behind the goals and Carlton get done oh mate that's my first put me down already Noah uh, my first one I'm going to go Luke Davies Uniac All Australian and top 10 Brownlow ooh that's a big one and I love my, love me some LDU absolute gun uh, he's, I call him Juddy Junior Junior because he's not quite Juddy Junior yet but he's getting bloody close. He showed the second half of his year last year was Juddy Jr. First half, probably not so much. But if he can continue the way he left off, and I was he's talking, for a huge talking to you about it last night too. Just the, the some players you see live and you watch, and it just looks like they've got the ball and they're in slow motion. And the way he moves with ball in hand is like it's just inhumane. So I think he can. That, that's trying to take my my North Melbourne hat off too I think he can be anything and he will be staying injury free touch wood he will finish top 10 in the Brownlow alright well throw me that hat because I'm jumping on the North train as well Ben Mackay make the 8 North <laughs> <laughs> to make the 8 brother I'm I'm stupid but I'm not stupid <laughs> Ben Mackay to make the all Australian team mm. this is hard because you got to think there's probably two key defenders that make it every year and that's it and now I sort of think about it I'm like what am I talking about um, but he's obviously a great player I think he had some development last year he's well the thing is he's talent. been he's been our main man for three years he's had absolutely no help and now we've got Griffin Logue to help him out I think he'll shine even more 100% Griffin Logue and Cork can take the bodies and Ben McKay will be it will, it, last year he was the intercept Mark King of the comp yeah. and no one spoke about it. I think he literally averaged the either first or second most intercept marks in the comp and no one spoke about him so hopefully we can keep him under the radar because he's a free agent this year so yeah, probably. don't really care if no one talks about him yeah that's the that's the big one that everyone's already talking he's, about he's already come out and said he's not going to look at anything until end of the year but that's just smart for me I think with the he, he could have an all Australian year and demand whatever he wants so it's very smart for well him. I don't think he's we've in. got the cap for him but I'd love to see him at the Blues with his brother nah, I can't see him he's only just been uh, accepted into in the North Lip, yeah. Yeah. so hard to see him leave but you never know Joey uh, going back to the Swans here Robert Fox Robert Fox is gonna by the end of the year he will be touted as the best lockdown defender in the AFL at the end of this year you take it a backward step there he's underappreciated didn't you say all Australian for no, that, but he put oh. words on it. <laughs> <laughs> I said all Redact that. Redact that. Redact <laughs> the AA. Um, yeah, after particularly his finals performances last year, there was that smother against the D's in the qualifying. The way he, for oh, for three and a half quarters pretty much, he kept Jeremy Cameron on a leash. And yeah, I just think he doesn't get enough of a mention, but he'll keep doing his thing this year and, and improve and people are going to start, start realising. I think he's like 28. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, yeah he's not in the window. I can't believe Seriously, he got the I listed. I hope he craps it because I want to see Will Gould play for Christ's <laughs> sake. 
Get him in! I can't believe Fox got delisted a couple years ago. Did he get delisted and then relisted? Yeah, that's yeah, a rookie. Okay. 29 he is, so Joey, he's probably... Seriously, the fact it was even questionable the fact that he got a game over Will Gould last year. Came in absolutely... Um, tore it apart. Was probably in the Swans' top five in the grand final, which wasn't real hard. But nonetheless, he still had a crack. Yeah. And um, Actually, I thought he played pretty decent. I have one more quick one that I've got from a listener. This is a shout-out to Kingy. This is a bold call from Kingy. Um, James Bell was stiff to get delisted. That's his bold call. He's going to he get picked stiff. up mid-season and kick 30-plus. I'm sorry. <laughs> those, those words are coming out of your <laughs> mouth. Uh, they're Kingy's words, not mine. They came out of your mouth, Buzz. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I seriously don't know what to say to that. That's... <laughs> That is yeah. the coldest take <laughs> I have ever heard. That's the best delisting this one's ever done. Can you give I yourself think, some pain? I honestly don't think he's that bad. Go and watch that final. Oh, against the Giants. Oh, don't in, ta- in Tassie. That, was, that was horrendous. I mean, this whole Swans couldn't uh, hit the side of a barn door, but <laughs> <laughs> how do you... How do you... I don't know. How he played another year after that was beyond yeah. me. But anyway. Do you like playing footy, mate? Do you want to be? Because <laughs> it's doing, mate. Get him. Um, all right. Noah, what's your second uh, there, mate? Your second bold call? I, I didn't really have one, but off the top of my head, I'm going to go with Judas, the name we don't speak of. <clears throat> um, absolutely. I mean, this is just coming from my, my heart, not my head here. What's he do? Absolutely bottles his first year. Injuries... <laughs> attitude <laughs> and he plays he plays less than 10 games this year he'll get done for a social media controversy as well oh there? no <laughs> oh, well. he should have got done last year some of his content was miserable as it is <laughs> was, as it yeah, was some corrosive stuff getting posted <laughs> there I can't believe I stopped for that bloke oh no yeah it's I was going to say you've changed your tune bloody hell you were I wouldn't spit on that bloke now dick riding last year <laughs> I mean I'd, I seriously was in the same boat I was like oh you know you just gotta I love him for that he's only he's only young he's gone he's only young and then he just he just broke my heart didn't he (laughs) (laughs) if he leaves at the end of his contract I'd have something different to say but similar to your ranking but he was there 10 months don't get me started I could go on online (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll save I'll save the listeners Um, my last one Brisbane Lions win the flag I might jump in with you and say Josh Dunkley, top three, Brownlow. Top three? So we've got Noah Anderson, top, top I think, five. Dunkley, uh, top it, three. I think it could happen, but I think Neil and him would be taking votes of each other. Yeah, I agree. And then you've got McCluggage as well. Mm. Um, and Ashcroft probably too. Yeah, yeah Ashcroft I mean, probably year, like, one too. Clary and Petrarca were both top six or something. Mm. So, But, you know, that's probably... They They might be both top ten, but just not above the mark, you know? Yeah. All right, well, that probably concludes... I've got one. Our bold <laughs> takes. Redacted. I've got What's the your last one? I've got the oh, big yeah, one that yeah, is going to cause an absolute uproar. And I'm going to be receiving, going to be receiving, the gun. going to be receiving death threats from Lance right next <laughs> to me. I reckon I'm going to be getting death threats from Creamy, a avid listener of this podcast. Um, but, but I don't see it happening. But I also do it. Make up your mind. Get off the Sydney missed the top eight in 2023. And don't shoot the messenger, but... It's your call. 
plants. I told you. Stop. He's got he's got, a, numbers? he's got a seventy-four page document of <laughs> numbers right for this. And I could be Excel made an absolute fool when they're the minor premiers this year, but two thousand and seven. Port Adelaide lose by 119 points in the grand final. In 2008, they finished 13th. 2017, Adelaide, minor premiers. They lose to the Tigs by just shy of 50 points. In 2018, they finished 12th after that uh, yeah, pre-season that was, that was It's a variable. I haven't finished, mate. <laughs> 2019, the Giants lose by 89 points. That was a schlacking. And in 2020, they finished 10th. 2022, probably the worst grand final I've ever seen. The Swans showed a bit of face in, in the last quarter. But if they did not, that was literally 100 points plus. Yeah. And what happens? I've got an ellipsis next to it because what happens? Do the Swans rewrite history Redemption and season. not let it happen? You're still sitting on the fence. Are you going to go for it? Go, I'm going for it. Oh, he's done it. <laughs> he's went and done Noah. it. Noah. On the twenty second of February, twenty twenty three, is saying that the Swans will not play finals in twenty twenty three. Clip that right now. I've, I've just clipped it. I'm going to go home and I'm going to be shot. Hey, four words: that culture, the Bloods. Yeah. They ain't going anywhere. They are entrenched. I think they're, they're going to be top four. Yep. All right, boys. <laughs> they're going to win two finals. <laughs> they'll, they'll win the flag, <laughs> but they're going to miss the eight. Okay, that's a that is it's, it's bold. It's, it's a bold goal. It, goal. It's it's it could backfire goal. when they're four and eight, but I'm just if it's there, just doesn't matter how it's. Just buy me a beer when you don't make the eight. <laughs> Alrighty, boys, great job on the bold predictions and the uh, breakout players. Now, Noah, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I think that is a huge claim that the very young, talented Swans side won't even make the eight. While I don't know if they'll be as impressive as they were last year, I think that's a tough pill to swallow and I don't think it'll happen. But... We'll have to wait and see. For the moment, before we get into the midfielder draft, we've just got a quick ad read from our major sponsor at Major Sports Collectibles. So Major Sports Collectibles Australia is our sponsor for today. They're your number one stop for signed sports memorabilia. They've begun marketing products on Instagram and Facebook, whether you're after jerseys, helmets, balls or trading cards, they have everything on offer. So make sure you follow at Major Sports Collectibles on Instagram and Facebook and make sure you look out for the competition that I mentioned at the top of the show uh, where you can win a $50 discount on a Major Sports Collectibles Australia product if you're following both our pages, if you like the joint post and if you tag three people in it. Listen to the start of the podcast. We'll also have another ad read at the end if you're not sure what to do for the contest. But for now, let's get in to the AFL Midfielders Draft. Okay, we're back for another segment here. We're naming and we're doing a draft of the best midfielders of the 21st century. So we'll do a snake draft. So we'll start off with Noah. We'll go to Joe. I'll pick twice and we'll basically work our way through. I will um, hopefully be able to instruct you guys on how to do this. We've done a fair few of these. Um, I haven't lost yet. So I'm, I'm nailing it. H hasn't won yet. Um, we did have a draw, but he hasn't won on the socials yet. So he's spewing. So if any of you boys can knock me off, I feel like he'll be very, very salty. So you'll be able to get that one up on him. He may not be happy that we're doing a draft because I feel like he might think... Um, 
that he's he'll be a good chance to knock me off in a few weeks' time. Nonetheless, we've got a list here from 7AFL that they posted, and we're probably just going to limit it to this list. So if we do miss someone, I don't know. I haven't checked the comments as to whether there's any real snubs from this list, but we're basically going to work from that. So it's the best midfielders of the 21st century, so keep that in mind. Noah, you want to start us off with your first pick, mate? Uh, pretty easy one, Gary Ablett. Oh, big pick. Uh, with my first pick, I'm going to go Benjamin Cousins. Oh, bang. Ben Cousins. All right, I'm going to pick... It's a, it's a hard one here, but I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick Chris... Christopher Judd. I'm going to take... On my snake. It's a hard one here, but I'm going to take Dusty Martin. I know I'm going to get Huey's vote there. Joey, back to you. My second pick... So I'm just looking at a list here. I'm going to go Nathan Fife. Nat Fife. Noah, back to you, mate. You've got two picks here. Um, The first one, I'm going to take JPK. JPK. And we'll also take... Hmm, can I... Let's go... Let's go Vossi. Oh, you bastard. Yeah, the next one. Vossi, JPK, and Yablet. Yablet! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joey, back to you, mate. Uh, my who are you picking? Pick. It's a little bit hard to remember who's been taken. So I'll give you a bit of a recap. We've got Ablett, Cousins, Judd, Martin, Fife, JPK, and Vossi have been taken. Boomer Harvey's still there. I'm surprised you didn't pick that, Noah. Yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> you run down my wing. Um, for my next, for my third pick, I'm going to go Marcus Bontempelli. That's a big call. I like it. Very modern. I like it a lot. It is modern. It is modern. I'm going to take it nine. I'm going to take Nathan Buckley. Oh, Bucks. I hate the guys that are left. Like I hate a lot of these players, but I just can't deny their ability. Um, I've just identified my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> is it Brent Alves? No. <laughs> Jimothy Bartell is still on this list. There's a quite a fair few. Um, Jimothy Bartell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to say it. I hate I'm picking him, but I'm going with James Hurd. Wait, did you just get two picks again? Yeah, because it's a snake, mate. Yeah, so, so back don't to always you. get... Oh, okay. Right. Um, my next one... Um, Simon Black Simon Black that's a gun pick I like it Mitchell Black yeah. <laughs> alright Noah uh, SP10 Scott Pendlebury mm. I Scott love that man Pendlebury <laughs> if, seriously if my team does not win then there's something wrong <laughs> <laughs> I don't think mine's the viewers alright Noah back to oh, you back mate. to me is this my last one it is your last one so far you've picked Gary Ablett JPK, Vossi, and Scott Pendlebury. Do I add Boomer? Oh, no, you know who I'm going with. I'm oh, going with... You're not picking Boomer. <laughs> I'd love to pick Boomer, but... The greatest but... Boomer <laughs> addict of all time. The Boomer <laughs> addict. Well, I say more Boomer as a forward, though. He probably yeah. He, well, he is. I would classify him as. A I'd, I'd classify him as one of the best 21st century players for sure. But I wouldn't put him in the best midfield. Anyway, that's why I'm not picking him. I'm okay, picking. Well, at least you've explained it. D Swan. 
Dane. Oh, God, this is a dangerous Swan. midfield. <laughs> God, I'd hate to go up against this midfield. Joey, you're picking next. Is this my last one? This is your last one. Can you just recap who we've got so far? Joey, you have picked Benjamin Cousins, Nathan Fife, Marcus Bontempelli, and Simon Black. I've got a bit more old school, so I'm going to go with Jimothy Hurd. I've already picked Jack. Oh, you've already picked him. Oh, jeez. It's been nosebleeds there. I'll give you... Look, there's one bloke I don't know who's on the third third row on the right-hand side. I don't know who that is. Who is that? Is that Nigel Lappin? I don't know, but um, I'm not picking him. Um, <laughs> or is that Scott West? Oh, it's Scott West, I think. Yeah, okay. Um, with my final pick, I'm going to take... P. Cripps. Paddy Cripps. Oh, Joey. I'm happy with one blue. I'll take, take Juddy. Modern FC. Modern <laughs> FC. Me? Yeah. All right. Sounds like a Ben Cousins. <laughs> I'm going to take... I'm surprised he slipped to 15, but I'm taking Joel Selwood. Yeah. I yeah. like it. Hand All right. Ball, I guess. So, who, so I'm going to recap... Who hasn't been picked there? Bokey hasn't, hasn't been picked. So to recap, the people that haven't been picked... Bokey hasn't been picked. Lenny Hayes hasn't been picked. Trent Cochin hasn't been picked. Um, Akamenis hasn't been picked. West, Danger. Oliver. Um, Watson. Watson. Danger. <laughs> Has Joe made it? Joe. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he did win an Asterix Brownlow. <laughs> Brownlow. Uh, Neil didn't make it. Goodsy. Goodsy was a big one that probably didn't get the pick. But Don't he's one a midfielder. Yeah, he's probably one of those forward types like Harvey who didn't get picked. Prittis. That's laughable. Rashudo. Sam Mitchell was actually who I was choosing between 15. Uh, my last pick there. And um, Boomer and Jimothy Bartell didn't get picked. Rashudo probably cursed with just before our time. Yeah, for sure. So to recap the teams... Noah, you selected, mate, Gary Ablett. Mm-hmm. You picked JPK. That's right. Vossi, Scott Pendlebury, and Dane Swan. Scott Embleri. <laughs> and the winner of the 20 Ben 10. <laughs> 20 Nomino. <laughs> Scott Embleri. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of going half jobs all the time. <laughs> that bloke had eleven to seven A couple of glasses, stupid. Right. <laughs> and to recap, Joey, you had Ben Cousins, Nat Fife, Marcus Bontempelli, Simon Black, and Patrick Cripps. That was a midfield, mate. This midfield will probably make you cream in your pants <laughs> because I've picked Chris Judd, Dusty Martin, Nathan Buckley. James Hurd and Joel Selwood. That's pretty. Yeah. It's a pretty elite list. I'd, I'd be interested to see who the viewers pick. Yeah, Is so there a bit of recency bias. So yeah. for those of you who are new to the podcast, are listening specifically to hear Noah and Joey's dulcet tones, <laughs> oh, um, we do post these drafts on Instagram. Uh, it's a poll, so you can pick who had the best draft. So if you're listening now, head to our socials, vote as to who had the best draft. Or you may have seen this. The poll's up for 24 hours. Get your votes in. Who had the best midfield of the 21st century? So what do I win? Can you see who voted for what? Um, I can see. Or actually, Harrison can see. I, I can't see. I see who voted for what because I just want to see like who sort of leans towards the more modern 
Yeah, I can get, I can yeah, send that to you. Yeah, probably when you're. Oh, you got dusty. But. Well, I've got I've got yeah I've only got, I got one five. current player, so that's that could play into it as well. Yeah. If you're a diehard footy fan, you'd probably pick my list. But if you're not and you prefer the recent <laughs> players, maybe you're leaning Joey's way. Uh, what about me? No, it's bad. Well, you've got <laughs> <laughs> you've only got only? one current player. What's your football, boys? Ta- yeah, we'll, we're, ta- we're not talking about the, just the, the viewers, mate. We're talking about the 21st century, brother. <laughs> and those players played football in the 21st century. <laughs> they played football of note. They did play football of note. And Joey, you, mate, you've got three current players. So if, if people are Who's heading down that current... Well, you've got oh, um, Cripper, yeah. Fife and Bond. Oh, yeah. So... I, I like that list. It's you've got a few big names. You might get up on the recency bias, the, bias there for the main value. But we'll leave it to um, we'll leave it to the listeners. Uh, we'll leave it to them. Who wins the draft of best midfielders of the 21st century? If you like this one, we could do it again. There's um, a forwards and a defenders posted, um, and you could also build a footy team for 60 bucks, which we could consider doing on the podcast a bit later in the build up to the AFL season. But thanks for that, guys. Thanks for what was a pretty sick segment. Well done, boys, on a great draft. It's sounding like three tough teams to pick. I don't know who I'm going to vote for, but if you do know who you're going to vote for at home, make sure you go to our socials at Road Trip Sports Pod. You find uh, the story and you vote for which team you think is going to is the best team, is the best group of midfielders. Now. We're going to move on to a mailbag now. It's going to be just me answering those mailbag questions today to update us on all the news and all the happenings of uh, the world of sport in the past uh, week. So, first question comes from Aaron from Watanabe, and it's a two-part question. His question is, what do you think about Derek Carr's new contract? And also, has the Rams' Super Bowl window closed? Derek Carr's new contract is first up. I think it's a good idea. I think that... He provides a bit more stability than the Winston-Dalton pairing that's been there. I think that there's an opportunity for him to revitalize his career. And it's a team he'll get a starting role with, which is what he's looking for. Uh, I think it's a better situation than the Jets. I think they've got a defense set up to win, especially with a defensive coach like Dennis Allen. Um, I think it's a good situation for him. But if he's not the guy... They're kind of locked in a little bit. They've got a lot of money put away to him. If he is the guy, that's going to be great for them. They've got him locked away. They've got him sorted. Fantastic. But if he's not that guy, that's a lot of money. It's $150 million over four years, including up to $100 million in guarantees and pretty much $50 million this year. So it's a lot of money for him. Let's see if he can live up to what... He has been at times. When he's been supported, he's been a very good quarterback. He uh, took the Raiders to almost to a playoff run, but got injured one year. So he's got the potential. He's got the the capabilities to be a an above-average quarterback in the NFL. Let's see if he can get there with a new team in a new surroundings, in a new offense. Uh, the other part of your question, Aaron, the Rams window. Has the Super Bowl window closed? No, but... It's just a jar. I think that with the talent 
on the team with the players there. You can't count out. You guys like Aaron Donald. You guys like Cooper Cup. You guys like uh, Matt Stafford. The guys that took them to that Super Bowl, you can't count them out. They've got Sean McVay. They've got talented coaches, talented players. It looks like they might be dealing Jalen Ramsey. They got rid of Bobby Wagner after only one year. So there's been some interesting decisions that have hinted. They're getting rid of Leonard Floyd, it looks like as well. It's hinting that they're trying to start building uh, into a rebuild. There's been talk that they are more interested in draft picks now for this upcoming draft and acquiring draft picks over the next few drafts to build the team differently now that all teams are starting to look into that draw, uh, the trade and free agent way of building a team uh, to success. So they're trying to zig while the rest of the league is zagging. Will it work for them? I don't know. I don't know if... I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl this coming year. I don't think so. I think there's too many good teams out there, especially... Look, an AFC team is probably going to win the Super Bowl with the amount of talent on the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Bills, sadly. Um, I think that an AFC team is going to win the Super Bowl again. But can the Rams sort of pull together some draft picks and maybe make a run in, a, uh, in the next couple of years? I'd say probably. I trust their ownership. I trust their front office. I trust their coaching staff. So it's a job, but... It's not as open as it has been. Hopefully that answers your question, Aaron. But we move on now, um, oh dear, to Ollie from Newey, who says, Liverpool spanked Man United. Discuss. Um, well, Real Madrid spanked Liverpool. Would you like me to discuss that? I think that Liverpool have had a very disappointing season by and large. I think that they have struggled in a lot of areas. They had a really good win against Man United, who were coming... Uh, they were riding high after a Carabao Cup win over New, uh, Newcastle. I think they might have overlooked Liverpool a little bit, um, which is always dangerous to do in such a big rivalry game like that. Liverpool did well to get the chocolates on the day, but I still don't think they're at the quality of the upper teams in the in the Premier League this year. I think your Arsenal's, your Man City and your United's will be the one challenging. Probably not United now. They might be a bit too far back with the loss, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, Nicola from Elibana. Hey, Nicola. Uh, she asked thoughts on the week one of the NRL. Um, I thought it was a very interesting week indeed. I think the main, uh, news topic coming out of the week for me personally was the Dolphins and how well the Dolphins played. A lot of people have been asking me, oh, are you going to go for the Dolphins? We know how much of an NFL Dolphins fan you are. And while they're not going to be my favorite team. I do have a little bit of a soft spot for them after the way they played. They played strong, they played tough, and they really took it to the Sydney Roosters in their opening round at Suncorp, getting an upset shock win. But if you watch the game itself, it wasn't that much of a shock. The Roosters dominated the early portion. However, from about 20 minutes onwards, it was all Dolphins. They were controlling that middle sort of 40 to 50 minutes of the game, and that's where they sort of ran away with the game. I think that they could... Uh, They've got the right coaching staff in place. I think that they could do pretty decently this year. We're going to have to wait and see, but a very good win for the upstart Dolphins. And it's great to see a new team in the NRL. And I was saying on the weekend, despite the rivalry between New South Wales and Queensland, it is nice to see that there's another team in Queensland, considering how rugby league bad they are. Their, their state is probably the most passionate about their rugby league. So I think that it's important that 
they get a bigger representation. So look for in the next probably 20 years, I'd say that there's going to be more teams popping up in Queensland, in the surrounding areas of Queensland, um, as the NRL looks to build their profile around the nation. Um, and our last question today on the mailbag comes from Peter from Wyong, who asks, where do the rest of the quarterback carousel end up? Now, we've seen uh, Geno Smith has re-signed with the Seahawks. We've seen Derek Carr find a home in New Orleans. So we look now to the rest of the quarterbacks, and I've got a list here. Let's go through them now. Aaron Rodgers is the big one. He's had his uh, retreat, his darkness retreat. He's come out, and we still haven't heard any news on him. I think he doesn't return to pa uh, to the Green Bay Packers. That's been all the rumors and the current speculation from everyone. I think that he... Honestly, I think the retirement is probably more likely for him. I think he's getting to that age where he's got enough money. He's got his Super Bowl. He's got all his MVPs. He might just call it a day. If he doesn't call it a day, it's hard to think where he might go. The first answer that jumps out is the Jets, but is Rogers going to be interested in that situation? I don't know. Um, ultimately, my money is on Rogers retiring. The next one up is Lamar, another person that... He has had some issues with his current team. He can't seem to get the contract done. They seem way apart on those contract negotiations. So we'll have to see what happens there. But um, I think that ultimately he stays. It's a it's a tough one to it's a tough one to gauge because the Ravens seem like they just don't want to give him that money. They've they've been negotiating for a while. There could be a franchise tag in there, but is he going to refuse to play on the? play under the franchise tag. That's a consideration that the Ravens do need to make before making that decision to franchise, using that all-important franchise tag on him. But he's your superstar quarterback. Even if you have to do a franchise tag and trade just to give yourself a bit more time to negotiate the trade um, and the next team can uh, sign him on that contract, you get a little bit of a return for him and move forward with, I guess, Tyler Huntley. They seem to think that he's as good as Lamar or somewhat comparable to Lamar. If they think that and they think they can win with without Lamar, it might be the better option for them to not pay Lamar and ship him out of town. Would I do that? Absolutely not. Lamar Jackson is a fantastic talent. He is a fantastic leader of that football team, but we'll have to wait and see. It's a, it's going to be a difficult one. My money, though, is on Lamar staying and working it out with the Ravens. Um, hopefully they pay him and give him the bag because he honestly deserves it, even despite the nagging injuries that have ended his last two seasons. Next player on my list is Jimmy Garoppolo, who looks like the odd man out in San Francisco. It looks like they're going to have a little bit of a battle between Brock Purdy and um, and Trey Lance there. So Garoppolo is the odd man out. Uh, I think that they, I think that Garoppolo might go to New York. I think that New York won't have an answer. Um, they kind of need to keep. Zach Wilson, they don't need to keep Mike White. I think Mike White might walk in free agency. Um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think Garoppolo is a an upgrade at the quarterback position for the Jets. Um, and I think he could do some interesting things with familiarity with Robert Sala. Daniel Jones is also up for a contract. Similar situation to Lamar. The, the deal seems to just not be getting done. They declined his fifth-year option coming into uh, last season, so he is a free agent if they let him walk. Um, I don't think they do. 
Um, I think that they try to get something done with Daniel Jones. He very much flashed late uh, in the previous season, in season 2022. But the problem is for the Giants, Saquon Barkley is not under contract. Will they be able to keep Saquon and Daniel Jones? They're going to have to sign one of them. They can't franchise them both. That's going to be an interesting conversation. Ultimately, I think Daniel Jones stays and Saquon walks. I think Saquon is out in New York and I think he goes to a contender, um, potentially look for um, Kansas City, uh, Buffalo, someone who needs, who could pay that cherry, get that cherry on top running back um, to round out their team and push for a Super Bowl. Um, a couple of other names, Sam Darnold. Um, I've seen a little bit of talk to the Jets. I could also see him re-signing with Carolina and just assuming the backup role that everyone has rumored. I think the Colts might draft a quarterback. They have been hesitant to do that. They've done a lot of the trade uh, and try to reload instead of fully buy into a rebuild. So I think that uh, Sam Darnold doesn't go to Indianapolis. I think he finally accepts that, look, I'm a backup. I'm going to stay a backup. I'm going to uh, going to stay in uh, in Carolina. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield would be very smart to stay in Los Angeles. So that's why he's not going to do it. He's going to go to Washington. He's going to try and compete for a starting job there. Um, it sort of would be the only team to really take a shot on him. Maybe Indianapolis as well. Maybe. I don't know. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, let's move on to Carson Wentz now. I think I think he's done. I don't know that he gets a starting job anywhere. I don't know that he gets a backup job anywhere. I don't... <coughs> it's hard to say with uh, with Carson Wentz. He's, sort of, he's uh, bottomed out of his third team. That's sort of a last chance for him. I think that he doesn't end up with a job, unfortunately. And the last one, which has sort of been a rumor that's come out today. Um, a man who wore number 12 and recently re-retired, Tom Brady, uh, has been speculated to potentially be coming out of retirement again to play for a different Florida team. It's been speculated that Tom Brady might indeed go to the often linked Miami Dolphins uh, and maybe take a year or two in front of Tua. Wow, that would be a big shakeup for the Dolphins. I don't know what to think. I think that Tua is has unfortunately carried a lot of stigma of injury, um, which is what the comments were coming out of college, and it doesn't help that he is an undersized quarterback. Does that mean I think they should get rid of him? I I don't know. Uh, does that mean they should sign Tom Brady? I don't know. He looked uh, the most, the oldest he's ever looked in the most previous season. He he actually looked his age where the previous season he was throwing for over five thousand yards. So it's interesting. It's interesting in that front to see is he going to be able to take the Dolphins to a level further than a healthy tour can. No, I don't think he takes them further than a healthy Tua can. But does Tom Brady stay healthier than Tua and take them further than Tua, the unhealthy version of Tua, can? Potentially, yes. And that's the key there. The Dolphins medical staff has to see if the problems with Tua are going to continue. And it's hard to know. It's a mistake the Dolphins have made in the past, not trusting the health of a quarterback when they 
uh, signed Dante Culpepper instead of the uh, soon-to-be Hall of Famer, Drew Brees. Uh, so it's a mistake the Dolphins make consistently. Will they make it again or will they uh, stick around with Tua? Time will tell. I'm leaning towards that being fiction. I don't think that Brady comes out of retirement again. Um, I think he stays retired, potentially coming into the ownership group, like was rumoured with the Dolphins, um, before he takes up his job with Fox. Uh, well, that's it for our mailbag. We're going to get into our locks now. Uh, now, the score is 9-4, as Ollie um, loved to reiterate last week. So, it's do or die for me right now. And I need to pick a winner. And I'm going to pick something that's going to upset someone very close to me in my life. I'm going to pick the Tigers to defeat the Newcastle Knights. Nicola, I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Um, but I think the Tigers get the job done in Campbelltown and dispatch of the Knights. Um, the, now, Ollie has sent in his pick. He picks the Panthers to defeat the Rabbitohs this week. We'll see how that one goes. But hopefully it goes down and hopefully uh, we can make it 9-5. But... That's it for our podcast today. Thank you so, so much for listening. We really appreciate this different uh, style of episode with the solo uh, beginning and end for me and with the uh, with the boys in the middle um, chatting all things AFL preview. Make sure you let us know if you like this structure of the podcast. It's not going to be a permanent uh, change. Ollie will be back uh, next week and we'll hopefully be back together to record. Um, but it's just one thing... Uh, Thing we did this week to get us by and get a podcast out to you all so we hope you enjoyed the episode today if you did make sure you follow the podcast at road trip sport pod we're on facebook instagram and tiktok uh you can find us on youtube road trip sport podcast is what you need to search any inquiries you've got if you'd like to get on the podcast just like joe and noah make sure to get in touch with us road trip sports podcast at gmail.com or you can slide into any of our dms that's at road trip sports pod on facebook instagram and tiktok we do have our competition still running. It's been extended for a week. The winner will be announced Tuesday, 14th of March on uh, Road Trip Sports Podcast, episode 58. So make sure to uh, find our podcast, our post on our page uh, with all the details for that competition. And last of all, we should shout out our major sponsor for today, at Major Sports Collectibles Australia. Now, Major Sports Collectibles Australia have been supporting us for the last couple of months now. They're doing great work um, promoting and selling uh, merchandise. They're selling uh, signed memorabilia. Um, and it's your number one stop for signed sports memorabilia. Whether you're after jerseys, helmets, balls, or trading cards, they have everything on offer. So make sure you follow Major Sports Collectibles on Instagram and Facebook. Um, now, and once again, $50 discount to one lucky fan who enters our giveaway. Find those details on our socials at Road Trip Sports Pod or at Major Sports Collectibles. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your support once again. We hope your team wins unless they're playing the Mighty West Tigers and we will see you next time. See you guys.